Wherever you are hearing the sound of my voice, will you lift your two hands today and just bless the name of Jesus, King of Kings, Immortal, Invisible, the only wise God. It's to you that we've gathered today and we celebrate your presence in this place. We celebrate your presence. Wherever people are joining this service, we ask that your presence will pervade and permeate every atmosphere, in every home, in every office, in people's heart, in the car, on the bus, in the train, wherever people are joining this service today, we receive your presence into that atmosphere and into the heart of everyone. And we ask, Father, that you speak to us today in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence uh, that pervades this place. We thank you uh, for breathing upon your word today because we believe it will minister grace to every hearer. No one will remain the same again. We ask that your healing power will flow freely, unhindered, uninterrupted by any demonic or satanic force. We thank you because where the word of the king is, there is power. And we thank you uh, for the outward manifestation of your power in the life of everyone connected to this service. We thank you, our Father. Take all the glory. Take all the praise in the precious name of Jesus Christ. And everyone who believes here, believe in amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. We're continuing with a series of teachings we started uh, a few weeks ago, which we tied to grow, grow. And we've been growing. I know you have been growing. And if you have been growing, I want you to go to the chat room or whatever you can do. Just let somebody know that I'm growing. I'm increasing in, in grace. I'm increasing in favor. I'm growing on a daily basis. You know, Luke chapter 2 and verse 52, the Bible talks about Christ. It said the child Jesus grew. He grew uh, in, in stature and he grew in favor with God and with man. It grew in wisdom, in stature, and in favor with God and with man. That will be your testimony this season in the precious name of Jesus. You will see growth. You know, I was uh, at an event over the last weekend where I met a few of my schoolmates, old schoolmates, uh, that we were in high school together over 30 years ago. And then, uh, you know, a lady came in who was also like somebody I'd, I'd known for a while. And another person was saying, look, you haven't changed. I haven't seen you since high school and you haven't changed. And we all just started laughing because uh, it's difficult for somebody not to have changed at all in, in close to, you know, maybe 32 or 33 years. And he said, you haven't changed. And I said, no, she has changed in one way or the other. You may not just be able to see it. I pray for you in the critical areas of life. You will see tremendous changes. You will see positive growth this season. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody said, shout a believing amen. I've titled the message of today, Alive and Well. Alive and Well. God wants us alive and well. One of the ways that you, you can facilitate growth is health. And that's what we've been sharing about health. We did that last Sunday and we're continuing today. Alive and well. That's what I titled this. God wants you alive and well. Can you somebody say after me today? Say, God wants me alive and He wants me well. He wants me alive and He wants me well. That's, that's, that's what, what we see in the scriptures. And it's also important to note that in natural things, health is a prerequisite to growth. So if you want a child to grow up physically, you have to keep that child in good health. If you want an organization to grow and become a big organization, organizational health becomes a prerequisite to organizational growth. Church health, for instance, I teach pastors all around the world, church uh, health is a prerequisite to church growth. 
In the same vein, uh, if I can maintain emotional health, then I will see emotional growth. If I can maintain spiritual health, if I keep spiritual health habits, and then I will see growth in my spiritual life. Uh, so it's important uh, that you and I pay attention to that, and that's what we're, we're sharing on today, uh, the fact that God wants us alive and well. It's God's perfect plan for you and I. It is in his perfect plan for us uh, to be in good health and to be alive and well. You know the popular scripture, 3 John verse 2, it said, Beloved, I wish above all things that you, uh, uh, that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prosper. Yeah. So uh, God wants us to, to be alive and well. And you know, one of the revelations of uh, who God is, when we talk about his covenant name, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Rapha, in the scriptures, uh, Exodus 15 and verse 26. Let me zero in on that a little bit. Ex Exodus 15 and 26. The Bible says there, uh, and it said, if you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, give here to his commands, commandments, and keep all his statutes. He said, I will put none. Somebody say none. None means none. He said, I will put none of the diseases on you which are brought on the Egyptians. For I am the Lord who heals you. And that's where the covenant name of God, Rapha, Jehovah Rapha, the God our healer, comes from. Uh, when God will introduce himself uh, to the Hebrews in, 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 in this place in Exodus, just after they left, I mean, they passed through the Red Sea, which symbolically in the New Testament, we said that was their baptism. They were baptized in the Red Sea. After baptism in the Red Sea, as they were getting into the wilderness, you know, in Exodus 15 there, they, they, they were famished. They had been going for like three days without water. And then when they met a pool of water at a place called Mara, they said the water of Mara was bitter. Somebody, uh, you, after salvation, you may encounter bitter waters. You may encounter Mara after baptism, after even being baptized unto Christ. But you must keep at the back of your mind that God wants you here. You must keep at the back of your mind that uh, God has, uh, you know, has introduced himself in time past as Jehovah Rapha, the God our healer. He still remains the same up till today. You remember what happened there? God spoke to Moses. Moses saw a tree. He cut a bit of the tree and put inside that water of Mara. And bitter water became sweet water. Yeah, bitter water became sweet water. And in this day and age, God is still making provision for bitterness to be turned to sweetness. For, for heal health to be turned to sound health. And that will be your testimony this season. In the name of Jesus, in the ministry of Christ, we saw that, you know, Acts 10, 38, the Bible says how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Yeah, he uh, just went about healing and, and making life easier for people. And that's still the same story till today. In Mark chapter 3, when you read from verse 1 to 6 there, you read a story about a man Who's, who has a deformed hand. And it was a Sabbath day for Jesus to prove that God doesn't go on holiday for when it comes to healing and seeing people well. Because Jesus came to demonstrate the, the, the life of God and the intent, the, the, you know, the attitude of God towards humanity. That's what he came to demonstrate. 
And for you and I who are children of God, we must take this into, I mean, we must be cognizant of this, that this is how God operates. In Mark chapter 3 there, they asked Jesus, they wanted to, you know, to just frame him up. Uh, they were looking at him. Is he going to, you know, is he, is, is he going to heal this guy? You know, the Bible says there in, 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 in verse 4 of Mark chapter 3, Jesus asked the Bible says, he said unto them, is it lawful on Sabbath day to do good or to do evil? To save life or to kill. But he kept quiet. And so he just spoke to the, to, to the guy then. The Bible says, and when he had looked around at them with anger, being grieved by the hardness of their heart, he said to the man, stretch out your hand. And he stretched out his hand, and his hand was restored as whole as the other. That's the will of God. God does not take a break. He doesn't go on holiday. There was no, there's no Sabbath for healing. God wants healing to happen on a daily basis and in your life and in my life and was proven again in, in uh, uh, the same book of Mark, Mark 7 and verse 27. Uh, the, 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 the Syrophoenician woman who came to ask that Jesus will heal the daughter. And Jesus said, look, healing is children's bread. Verse 27 of Mark, 20, uh, Mark chapter 7, the uh, Bible says, then Jesus said to her, let the children be filled first. Are you a child of God? If you are a child of God, God wants you healed. He said, let the children be filled first. For it is not good to take uh, the children's bread and throw it to the dog, to little dogs. And then, I mean, Jesus said, you know, he uh, was sent primarily to the lordship of the household of Israel. So he was talking about the Jews. And you know that you and I are New Testament Jews. Uh, we, we are spiritual Jews. We are under the same Abrahamic covenant. I'm going to get into it in a bit. We are under that same Abrahamic covenant. And Jesus said, you know what? Uh, let the children uh, 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 get healed first. Because healing is children's bread. That's why when we pray the Lord's Prayer, when disciples ask him, teach us to pray, as John taught his disciples, said, when you pray, pray after this manner. Father, what in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, that we be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. It means that healing is staple food. What you can get on a daily basis. May healing become a daily occurrence in your life. In the precious name of Jesus. I wanted to internalize that. Just internalize that. You know, I'm a father biologically of two, two beautiful girls. And when it comes to eating, uh, it, it's not something that by the grace of God I would struggle with in our house. Uh, I, I was brought up by my parents not to punish children with food. My mom taught me that, bless her soul, uh, that, look, there's no offense that you may commit in my house when I was growing up. It's not food that will be your punishment. You may serve a punishment. You may, you know, you may, <laughs> you may do a frog job. You may, you, you may be beaten even, but you will uh, not be starved. And, and, you know, it's that standpoint. Jesus said, if you, if you are human and you are evil, and if your children ask you for bread, you will not give them stone. How do you then think your, your heavenly father will deny them? And that's, that's the approach that God has when it comes to healing. So healing is my bread. It's your bread. It's something that God wants us to be able to interact with on a daily basis. On a daily basis. Practically speaking, on a daily basis. Uh, uh, so for everyone trusting God for healing this season, I pray that God will manifest himself in your life as the Jehovah Rapha, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Glory be to Jesus. I, I need to quickly uh, just walk through something, which I call sources of healed health. 
in the last year or so, uh, the, 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 with the advent of COVID-19 pandemic, our world has been rattled uh, with, with the fear of ill health. You know, many people have been cut down with COVID and recovered. Um, and some people have loved ones who passed away and we commiserate with you. We pray that the, the God will continue to strengthen and comfort everyone who lost a loved one, a friend, a family member to COVID-19. In the name of Jesus, God will continue to comfort your household and, and keep you safe in the name of Jesus. Affliction will not arise again in your own household in the precious name of Jesus. But I haven't said that, I needed to understand something, that we have our responsibility when it comes to uh, uh, maintaining sound health, which, like I said, is a prerequisite to growth in every area of life. If you want to be fruitful emotionally, you must keep a sound emotional health. If you want to bring forth great ideas, you have to be able to keep sound emotional health. If you want to be productive in life and make life happen and not watch life happen, you must insist that healing is my portion in Christ Jesus and you must decide to go for healing and be raised up from whatever wants to limit your capacity to fulfill destiny. I pray that nothing will limit your capacity for, for destiny fulfillment this season in the precious name of Jesus Christ. So sources of heal health. I just wanted to go through these and explain some things from the scriptures so that you understand that all the sources of heal health, uh, one way or the other, there's a scriptural provision for us to mitigate them and, uh, you know, and just, and just push them away because, uh, we, we, with all that Christ has done for us, we must not open or create any crack for heal health to be our portion. The first thing, which uh, uh, especially around me here in Africa, is something that people talk about a lot. And then even medical practitioners also talk about it because they see trend, which is uh, uh, the hereditary uh, path to uh, heal health, one particular sickness or disease moving from one generation to the other. You know, uh, uh, in spiritual terms, we say that can be familiar spirit uh, moving in terms of a particular thing. They may say, oh, is there a history of cancer in your family? And because there's a history of cancer in your family, there's a possibility that that cancer will show up again. You know, uh, a couple of years ago, a few years ago, I, 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 I went to see the optometrist or optician, you know, to get uh, uh, glasses to read. Uh, because they say, you know, after your past 40, oh, maybe you, you need glasses to be able to read and all that. So, okay. And then uh, they did eye tests for me and they said there was pressure building up in one of my eyes. And uh, the lady was asking me a question. He said, oh, is there uh, any, anybody in your family, grandfather, great-grandfather uh, with uh, maybe history of glaucoma or something? Oh, I said, oh, I know that my great-grandfather, my maternal grandfather, uh, Glaucoma. Oh, maybe that's what's showing up. Immediately I said, no, no, nothing is showing up. Nothing is showing up because I am a new creature in Christ. Jesus. 7 Corinthians 5 and 17. It says, when any man is in Christ, it's a new creature. It's a new creature. I'm not denying my lineage and my connection with my great-grandparents, but whatever is Christ has paid for that wants to move from one generation to the other, it's time for you to take your authority over it. That's what I'm speaking to today. It's time for you to take your authority over it, for you to understand. So I'm, I'm going to walk through the scripture a bit, just for you to understand that biologically, you have a lineage, but also spiritually, you have a lineage, and your spiritual lineage supersedes your biological lineage. 
especially when it comes to things passing through the lineage and coming to you. When Christ hung on the cross, he paid the price so that uh, you have a new lineage, so that everyone who will come into Christ will have a new experience. It doesn't have to be the same experience that has come from generation to generation. You are now in a different generation, in a different covenant. You belong to a new lineage under a better covenant. Yeah, that's where you belong right now. A new lineage under a better covenant. Where healing is children's bread. Yeah. Where you can speak the word of God. Because he sent his word and his word heals them and delivers them from all their destruction. That's what the scripture says. You can speak the word of God over your life and, you know, and cut off emotionally from the things that plague the other generation biologically. And cut off spiritually from the things that plague the other generation. That's what I'm speaking to this morning. So when you read, for instance, Galatians chapter 3, uh, uh, verse 13 and 14, New King James Version, it says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on the tree. He said that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in, in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Yeah. Whatever the older generation did, whatever has passed through from one generation to the other, you know, sometimes it's just because of... Uh, of Maybe something that, that, that has been hitting or, you know, that people have been hitting in the family from generation to the other, it brings something in. Uh, the, the, the genes, the tendency, for instance, to be overweight or the tendency uh, to, 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 just for one sickness or the other or something that makes room for sickness to move from one generation to the other. When you are in Christ, you must see yourself as a new generation. And the Bible says he has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Uh, I'm going to get into curses in a bit. But before I even get into that, I, need, I just need to understand this. The Bible says that the blessing of Abraham may rest upon the Gentiles in Christ. Anyone who is not a biological Jew in, in Bible days is regarded a Gentile. Sometimes they use the word Greek or you know, Jew or Greek or Jew or Gentiles. So, uh, for me, I'm an African, I'm Nigerian, I'm, I'm definitely in Bible parlance, I'm Gentile, you know, uh, but I'm a Gentile in Christ. I qualify for the blessing of Abraham so far I am in Christ. Look at same Galatians chapter 3, when you read from verse 26, it says, for you are all sons of God, through faith in Christ. So if you have faith in Christ, that's, you are, you are a child of God. He said, for as many of you as were baptized into Christ, have put on Christ. There's neither Jew nor Greek. You see that again? There's neither Jew nor Greek. There's neither uh, a slave nor free. If you're in Christ, you're free. He said, there's neither male nor female. So there's no gender disparity in Christ Jesus. Say, for you are all one in Christ. And if you are Christ's, if you belong to Christ, he said, then you are Abraham's seed. And heirs according to the promise. So, I am in Christ. I am Abraham's seed. My surname may not be Abraham. It's Akinlabi. But whatever plagues the Akinlabi lineage, because I'm in Christ, I can take my authority over it and my case becomes different. John chapter 9, when you read from verse 2 and 3, the Bible says, John 9, verse 2 and 3, and the disciples asked him, saying, Rabbi, who sinned, this man 
or his parents that he was born blind. Because there are some things, people were just born certain way. But it doesn't mean that that way cannot be changed. That's what I'm saying here this morning. If you believe the word of God, it doesn't mean that that way cannot be changed. When Jesus will answer them, Jesus answered, said, neither this man nor his parents sinned. None of them sinned. He said, but that, uh, but that the works of God should be revealed in him. And what was he talking about? Is that the son of man may be glorified. That's what he was saying there. And it simply means that God wants to reveal his glory through the healing that will happen to that guy. The guy was healed. The name of Jesus was glorified. And all that and all, I pray for everyone who has a child with special need, an adult with special need. I pray that the name of Jesus will be glorified through their life. We will see great healings, great improvements in the name of Jesus, great recoveries, great restorations in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. Also, uh, moving quickly, another source of heal health is bad habits or lifestyles. Yeah, bad habits or lifestyles. And, then, and I need to let somebody know here today, talking about growth, is we need to grow out of certain things. So you know that there's a tendency for this to happen when you live a particular way. And then you take it for granted until things are getting out of hand in, in, in terms of your health. Uh, that's not how God wants us to live. The fruit of the regenerated human spirit, is, uh, one of it is self-control. Yeah. One of the fruit of your regenerated human spirit is self-control. You, you, you can control yourself and keep at bay lifestyles, habits. You know, somebody says, oh, you know, some people say something that some, somebody has to die of something. So if somebody's a chain smoker and then he eventually gets uh, any carcinogenic, you know, whatever, or, or cancer or whatever, eh, something has to kill somebody. No, that's a lie of the devil. Something does not have to kill somebody. Yeah. Uh, what I mean is this. When Abraham would die, they did not say something killed him. He, he, you know, when, when Jacob would die, the Bible says he gathered his, his legs and his left. Yeah. Somebody can decide. Or you, you just know that this is the time to go. God sometimes will just call for his saints to go. It, does, it doesn't have to be with sickness. It doesn't have to be an accident. It doesn't have to be with ill health. Yeah. It doesn't have to be because you overindulge yourself in things that you can turn around. Yeah. The Bible says, for instance, the bodily exercise profits a little. Yeah. And he says, rather exercise yourself to godliness. But he said it profits a little. Apostle Paul writes in there, it profits a little. So that little, you should get it in bodily exercise and in good habits. Yeah. Eating the right kind of food and all that. Let's not take uh, Christ's redemption and uh, the promise of the covenant for granted and live anyhow. It leads to things, uh, you know, it just leads to things that make it look like we're taking God for granted. You know, you see somebody, I saw a video many years ago of somebody who was casting calories out of food. Don't deceive yourself. Yeah, the Bible says God is not more. Whatever a man sows, that shall he reap. So whatever a man sows into his body, that's what he shall reap in his health. So that's why we all need to be careful. You know, you know the scripture, First uh, Corinthians 6 uh, verse 12 and 13. It says, all things are lawful for me, but all things are not helpful. Yeah. Uh, King James says, not all things are expedient. New King James says, all things are not helpful. It's lawful, but it's not helpful. Loading yourself up with 
with alcohol, with, with you know, sugary stuff, uh, with junk. It, it's, it may be lawful. Nobody's going to persecute you or, or arrest you for it, but it's not helpful. It's not expedient. That's what the scripture says. And so once in a while, we need to confront ourselves like this. That we, as, as a redeemed child of God, you as a redeemed child of God, must keep the right kind of lifestyle and healthy habits. Yeah. So all things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. First Corinthians 6, verse 12, said food, uh, uh, verse 13 says, for food, food for the stomach, and stomach uh, for food, but God will destroy both. Both, both it and, and them. Now, I said, the body is not for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. Simply put, you may have the right to, to live a certain way, but you choose as a new creature in Christ Jesus how you want to live. You shouldn't be under the bondage to anything. That's what the scripture says. Galatians 5, 22 uh, there also talks about the, the, the fact that uh, you know, verse 23 talks about the, 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 the regenerated human spirit. It said the fruit of the spirit, Galatians 5 and 22, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and gentleness. It then talks about self-control. Yeah. Self-control. Self-control. And it said against what there's no law. Self-control. Self-control. We need to be able, you know, to, 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 to just control ourselves. Part of self-control is controlling your environment and not overexposing yourself to germs and poisons and things that can, you know, even in this season, it's also self-control to, to watch where you go and not just say, oh, no, because I'm redeemed, I can go there, I can do this, I can do that. When the scripture says you will turn upon serpents and scorpions and nothing shall by any means hurt you, it's when you find yourself in a situation where inevitably you have to be in the midst of scorpion and serpent. Uh, there's no other drink to take. You are in the middle of nowhere. Or then you drink a deadly thing and it will not hurt you. Not that you go and look for deadly things and be drinking it all the time and be quoting scripture that is because the scripture says, if I drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt me. That is tantamount to testing or, you know, the Bible says that shall not test the Lord thy God that, or tempt the Lord thy God. That's, that's tantamount to that because when the devil told Jesus in one of the, the, the temptations of Jesus said, jump down from this place. He said, God will give your, his angels charge over you. Jesus did not obey him because uh, if it was to save life, Jesus would jump. If somebody to save them. Or if that's the only option that is left, then God will move on his behalf. But to willfully just want to test the power of God and just go and do stuff. Jesus said, no, 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 no. He said, thou shalt not, he said it is written, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. That's what he answered him. So you, you can't just put yourself, you know, in a bad situation and just expect that nothing will happen. God will restore your health if you have exposed yourself, if you have done things, if you have lived anyhow, if you have lived in a dirty environment and done things that you're not supposed to do. But it's time to grow up and take responsibility for your mental health, for your emotional health, for your physical health. Take responsibility. Yeah, it's time to take responsibility and not unhealthily expose yourself whether mentally or emotionally. Somebody's listening to me right now, you know, uh, uh, jumping from one relationship to the other in the name of, uh, quote and unquote, in the name of the Lord, without praying, without checking things out, seeking the right advice, and then when heartaches happen, when there's a broken heart, 
You know, it, it, uh, uh, you can't just allow yourself, put yourself in a situation where your heart is broken consistently. The Bible says the spirit of a man will sustain him in trouble, but a broken spirit who can bear. And as we grow in Christ Jesus, we have to be mentally and emotionally aware and spiritually aware not to put ourselves in situations that will break us down from time to time. Say amen, somebody. Glory be to Jesus. All right? I say I have one or two more, yeah? So uh, uh, another source of heal health, I'll put it as curses, demonic oppressions, and spiritual wickedness. And all these things have a way of, you know, just triggering the, 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 uh, uh, the, 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 the laws that govern negative consequences. When there's a cursing oppression, there's a demonic oppression, and there's oppressions of spiritual wickedness and all that and all that. But you know one thing the scripture says, uh, Proverbs 26 and verse 2, it says, uh, like a fleeting sparrow, like a flying swallow, so a curse without a curse shall not alight. What does that mean? It means that a bird, like a fleeting sparrow, uh, uh, like a flying swallow, he said, he described two kinds of birds there, he said they will not just alight and perch over something if that place has not been prepared for them or it's not a comfortable place for them or something inviting them. Curses don't just operate in isolation or, or with self-will in the life of a believer. We have been redeemed from the curse of the law according to Galatians 3 and 13. But there are ways you can open doors to certain things to happen. And when they come in, they, they, cause, they inflict negative circumstances and heal health. And it's your responsibility to stand against such. The Bible says, uh, in, uh, 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 it says the weapons of our warfare, they are not, they are not carnal. <laughs> the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal. But they are mighty, true God for the pulling down of strongholds. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. I mean, he said, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but he said, uh, but against principalities and powers, spiritual wickedness in high places, and all that and all that. That's, that's who we wrestle against. Uh, and it, it says that we can sub, we, we're supposed to subdue them against the whole host of wickedness in heavenly places. So we were supposed to put up the whole armor of God and prevail. So, as a believer, if you want to grow, you must de develop your spiritual muscles to be able to engage in spiritual warfare and speak against every tongue that is rising against you in judgment. Uh, that that you 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 prevail over every curse and over every demonic attack. Who is a, a, a demon? A demon is a, just an evil spirit, an agent of darkness. And uh, at the mention of the name of Jesus, uh, when we are discerning enough, we are able to prevail against them. So we, we are not victims. We are victors. The Bible says we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. Your mindset and your emotional disposition matter when it comes to cases like this. When we see the operations of evil spirit, Jesus looked at the woman uh, with the issue of blood, you know, uh, 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 and so, after the woman had been healed and there was an uproar, you see that the spirit of infirmity had departed. And, you know, he said, daughter, your faith has made you whole. How are you using your own faith? A faith created expectation. If I may touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. Your faith may be to continue to speak 
Your own faith may be if I partake of the communion, something will break loose. Your faith may be based on, oh, let me just say, prayer of agreement with a friend and something will break. How are you using your faith this season? The woman that was bent backward was brought to Jesus. And you know what he said? Of not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, who has been bent over these 18 years, be loose from this infirmity. You can imagine if the woman herself was a New Testament Christian, who knows how to speak against the spirit of infirmity? Then you don't need Jesus to come down. Because said, behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and to speak against yeah, anything at all. Glory be to Jesus. I hope somebody is developing faith and conviction today that it's time for you to grow. It's time for you to be able to use your authority against any source of sickness that is demonic, that, you know, oh, that, that, that there's wickedness from, you know, from high places. You speak. You take your authority. Glory be to Jesus. I command a release of grace over someone. Your mouth will not longer be shut against the adversary of your soul. In the name of Jesus, your word will no longer fall to the ground as you speak. Demons will move for you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Glory be to Jesus. Somebody shout a believing amen. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. All right. Uh, one more, one more. Physical and emotional stress is also a source of ill health. Physical and emotional stress. Physical and emotional stress. You know, like I was saying earlier, some people have a way of just overexposing themselves to all kinds of things. Things that stress you out. Overpack schedules, working under pressure consistently, getting into abusive relationships and remaining there, staying in abusive and very toxic environments emotionally or spiritually. All these things impact negatively on us. In fact, what they bring is a spirit of heaviness or weariness that just makes you to make, you know, wrong decisions that just compounds the situation and before you know it, health starts to fail. It's when people get into this kind of situation that they say they're going through what they call psychosomatic illnesses. Illnesses that don't have a, you know, uh, a pathological pathway or, or causes. You know, like virus or germs, nothing like that. It's just a weakness of the soul that weakens the body and causes the body to malfunction. That will not be your portion this season. In the name of the Lord Jesus. You know what the scripture says in one of the Messianic prophecies about Christ uh, uh, from Isaiah, Isaiah 61, when you read from verse 1 to 3, it says, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me, talking about Christ. You know, uh, said the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach the good news or good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to bind, to heal the broken hearted. So if anyone with a broken heart here today dealing with seeds of discord and bitterness, I pray for you. Uh, the anointing of the Holy Spirit heals your heart in the name of the Lord Jesus. He said to proclaim liberty to the captive and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. Look at it. He said to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. I love this next one. He said to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, and to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. 
Somebody, listen to me today. This is a season where God wants you to embrace gratitude. It helps you to bounce out of, you know, out of any emotional downward spiral. When you just live in the atmosphere of praise and thanksgiving and gratitude. Yeah, that's what uh, Ephesians 5 and 18 says. He said, don't be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Holy Spirit, uh, uh, singing and making melody in your heart, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. When you sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, what is happening is that you have decided to tune yourself to that, you know, that frequency of gratitude. How grateful are you and how often do you show it? Uh, uh, it works a great deal to take yourself away uh, from mental stress and emotional stress that eventually inflict pain on people. Glory be to Jesus. And I pray for somebody here today, uh, every uh, setup, every avenue of the devil to weigh you down, to break you down emotionally. As you go into this new week, in the name of Jesus, I pray that grace comes upon you. There's beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness in your life. The spirit of heaviness will no longer be able to rest upon you in the precious name of the Lord Jesus. I haven't said that. I need you to recognize. Recognize as you go into this week, the toxic places that you go, the toxic relationships, uh, where heaviness finds a way to come into your life. Uh, will you excuse yourself from an environment where the pressure is too hard uh, for you to handle and it's breaking you down? And then pray for grace. Pray for grace because God can multiply grace upon you. Rather than crying in the corner, it's time to seek the face of God and pray for grace. Because if it's a station where God wants, to, wants you to grow through, then you don't run away. But if it's something that you know is born out of wickedness, then it's time for you to trust God, to get away out of that place. Even if your, your income depends on it, it's better to be alive and well than to be using that same money to treat sicknesses or to be moving from one prayer house to the other. That's not the will of God for you. God wants you to take charge of your environment. That's how we prove that we're growing in Christ. You take charge of your environment. You don't need uh, to run from pillar to post to get your healing or to, 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 to grow spiritually. All you need is to be able to stand. The Bible says, I haven't done all to stand. Stand, therefore, with your full armor of God. Glory be to Jesus. I said, glory be to Jesus. So Jesus desires uh, uh, your, 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 uh, your healing. That's his desire all the time. He has made covenant provision for your healing uh, 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 to manifest this season consistently. And this covenant provision, I can put it in just a few short words and I close. One is that there's a covenant that stands sure all of the time. When Christ uh, went through the humiliation, the beating, and then the eventual hanging on the cross, according to the Messianic prophecy of Isaiah chapter 53, when you read from verse 1, who has believed our report, unto whom the hand of God is being revealed. He, 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 the Bible says, uh, speaking about him there, is in verse 2 of Isaiah 53, he, he says, for it shall grow up before him as a tender plant. And as a root out of dry ground, as in forcefully, just growing out, he said, he has no form or comeliness, talking about Christ. And when we see him, there's no beauty that we should desire him. That's when he was going through that painful 
experience that we celebrated a couple of weeks ago during Easter. Uh, you know, and, and the Bible talks about uh, verse 3 there of Isaiah 53. Uh, can you put it up for me? He said, he, he is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrow acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we did not esteem him. And then, verse, verse, verse 4 says, Surely he has borne our grief. That means he took it. He has borne our grief. He carried our sorrow. Yet, we esteem him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. Look at verse 5. said, But he was wounded for our transgression, bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we were healed. By stripes were healed. So you need to understand that there's a covenant. Christ paid the price. There's a covenant. Christ paid the price. The same price he paid for my redemption, which he called the atonement in the blood of Jesus, for salvation is the same price he paid for your healing. My healing and your healing is based on the covenant that Christ caught with his own blood. Because Psalm 103, when you read verse 2, Say, bless the Lord, O oh my soul, who forgives my sins and heals all my diseases. The same power to forgive sin is the same power to heal diseases. So if you believe that your sins have been forgiven under the covenant of Christ, then you should also believe that your sicknesses have been healed. And then it's time to walk in the reality of it. To walk in the reality of it. Secondly, is that Christ showed compassion and it's still compassionate up till now. So as you pray with me today, as we, as we trust God for his healing power to come upon you, know you are praying to a compassionate God, not a deity who does not hear, not a wicked God, but a compassionate one. Matthew 14 and verse 14, the scripture talks there about the compassion uh, that Christ had on the multitude. It said, and when Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude and he was moved with compassion and, and uh, he was moved with compassion for them and healed their sick, the, the, all their sick. That's, that's what the scripture says. He heals their sick based on the compassion. That same compassionate Jesus is the one we're speaking to today. Is the one that's watching over you and you will see the effect of his compassion. Lastly today, mercy. We talk about covenant, compassion, and the mercy. Uh, on, uh, on the basis of these three, nothing that is wrong with your body should escape this. Uh, the covenant of God stands sure over you. Uh, the co- God is ever compassionate and ever merciful. Ever merciful. All it requires of us is that we come boldly. We come with faith in our heart and come boldly. Uh, uh, I love Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14, 15 and 16. It said, let us come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in, in, in time of need that we may uh, 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 but verse 14 says seeing let, let, let me go back to verse 14 I love it because it talks about Christ himself says seeing that we have a high priest which has passed through the heaven Jesus the son of God let us hold firm and hold fast our confession <laughs> so for we do not have a high priest that cannot be touched by the feelings of our infirmities or cannot sympathize with our weakness that uh, he said, but he was in up, at all point tempted as we are, yet without sin. He said, let us come with faith in our heart. We come boldly. 
The Amplified Translation says, come with a sense of privilege. It's a privilege to be under this covenant. And it's a covenant that guarantees healing and redemption. Let us come, you know, boldly. We come boldly. We come. We come boldly. We come fearless and confident. And boldly draw near to the throne of grace. Yeah. That's what God wants. Is somebody coming boldly and coming with faith today. To the throne of grace that you may obtain grace and uh, obtain mercy and find grace in the area that you need. Somebody you are watching right now, you may not need healing in your physical body. Maybe you don't need healing in your physical body. Yours may be, I just want to be emotionally whole. Somebody today, it may be uh, in a, a, you know, something else, a circumstance that you want God to heal. The God who healed the water of Mara and turned bitter water to sweet water can turn bitter water in your marriage to sweet water. Bitter water in your business to sweet water. Whether it's healing of the body, healing of the soul, healing of a situation. I want you to lift your two hands to Jesus right now. Just like blind Bartimaeus in the book, uh, you know, blind Bartimaeus uh, shout, shout out, you know, he, he shouted out to Jesus uh, and he called him, uh, you know, oh, uh, Son of David, have mercy on me. I want you right now to lift your two hands to Jesus and declare it in the name of Jesus. Father, I come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy, uh, to, to, to obtain grace and find uh, 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 mercy uh, to help in this time of need. And I need you to begin to declare right now. Healing is children's bread. Wherever you need healing in your body, the mercy of God is here. It's a compassionate God. The covenant is still at work. Put your hand on that place where you need that healing power of God to flow right now because his healing is flowing. Somebody who needs to repent, it's time for you to repent right now. Whatever you did that brought this issue upon you, whatever you allowed before now, maybe you have allowed the spirit of fear and fear has now held you down in one form of sickness or disease. I want you to repent right now and begin to speak against that spirit of fear and begin to speak against sickness begin to speak against diseases in the name of the Lord Jesus the hand of God is upon you where you are right now it's upon your home it's upon your family put your hand in that place where there's uh, one pain or the other whether it's the abdomen whether it's your, your heart whatever it is put your hand there and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost pray in understanding and call him by his covenant name is Jehovah Rapha the God our healer he said I'm the God who heals you Somebody, I want you to pray with faith in your heart right now. If there's a child around you who needs healing, place your hand on that child in the name of Jesus and just begin to speak the word of God over that child. Christ was uh, uh, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we, we, we are healed. I want you to declare the healing power of God right now. If it's a situation, hold that situation on your mind. It's a business, it's marriage, it's a relationship and begin to speak uh, the power of restoration and healing over that situation in the name of the Lord Jesus. Jesus, Son of the living God, I stand in agreement of faith with your people from all over the world as people pray right now. Let your healing power flow into uh, human bodies. Let your healing power flow into the soul of man in the name of Jesus. Let your healing power flow into every situation, every circumstance. Spirit of the living God, spirit of comfort, oil of joy, coming to praise, we command a release into every life and every home. 
in the name of the Lord Jesus right now right now right now right now right now as your expectation builds in the name of Jesus I decree over you your faith will no longer fail in the name of the Lord Jesus the hand of God rests upon you I pray and I decree right now that your eyes are healed in the name of Jesus that cancer cell in your body it dries up right now in the name of Jesus it shall no longer multiply thank you everlasting father Marando we rebuke that migraine headache we command you go in the name of Jesus pain in the back it's time for you to go now in the name of Jesus Marondo Koshita Yanda I rebuke that jaundice in the life of that child go right now in the name of the Lord Jesus kidney malfunction I speak peace to your kidney right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Marondo Koshita Yanda somebody suffering the deformed heart I speak to that heart in the name of Jesus we rebuke that spirit of infirmity and we command you to go in the name of Jesus. Somebody watching this right now, you've been having consistent flow of blood right now. I take authority over that spirit of infirmity in the name of Jesus. The woman with the issue of blood taught the hem of his garment and it was made whole. Stretch your hand towards this screen right now in the name of Jesus. I rebuke that spirit of infirmity. I command you, go in the name of Jesus Christ. Right now, right now, let that flow stop in the name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. Thank you, everlasting Father. Wave your hands to Him right now. Wave your hands to Him right now. I stand in agreement of faith with that person who has suffered barrenness of the fruit of the womb. I command right now that your womb opens in the name of Jesus. I speak life to your womb in the name of Jesus. Womb, it's time for you to carry a baby to full time and deliver. No more miscarriage. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Marondo Katuka Shata, Sotopa, Egraluko, I decree the heavens open over your life. No more barrenness. Barrenness of the mind, barrenness of the body comes to an end in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. Wave your hands to Jesus. Wave your hands to Jesus. Begin to do things that you couldn't do before. The healing power of God is all around you, right where you are. And if you believe, you will see the hand of God. As Acts 3 and verse 1, it says, Who has believed our report unto whom the hand of God is being revealed. As you believe right now, the hand of God is being revealed in your life. Someone, before this day is over, you are completely, totally healed. Someone, by the time you wake up tomorrow morning, you will have a testimony of God's healing power manifesting in your life. And somebody is healed now, instantly, as I speak in the name of Jesus. Marondo Koshitayanda. Wave your hands to Jesus and bless him. Bless him, bless him, bless him, bless him, bless him. Limits are taken off. In the name of the Lord Jesus, where the, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty and freedom. So I declare liberty, freedom over you right now. Thank you, everlasting Father. We give you glory and we give you praise. Wave your hands to him wherever you are right now. Just bless the name of Jesus. Just bless his name. Just bless his name. Thank you, everlasting Father. Thank you, everlasting Father. Father, we bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name. We give you glory and we give you praise. We give you glory and we give you praise. I want to pray for somebody right now. And it's a different kind of prayer. The foundation to working with God is to be in a relationship with Him. 
If you don't know Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, I want to give you an opportunity to submit your life to Jesus. Maybe you know him before you gave your life to Christ, but you bastard into sin. It's also a good time for you to rededicate your life to Jesus. I'd love to pray for you. The Bible says, with heart man believes unto righteousness, but with mouth confession is made unto salvation. I want to lead you through a confession right now. And the hand of God will come upon you. And God will start something new in your life. If you want to rededicate your life to Jesus, you want to give your life to Jesus, will you put your hand on your heart if you can and want to say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I ask that you forgive me my sins and that you cleanse me from every unrighteousness. I receive you today as my Lord and my personal Savior. I dedicate my life to you afresh from this moment. I receive your spirit into my heart. Give me direction. Uphold me. Make me strong that I may follow you all the days of my life. Today, I accept you as my Lord, my Master, my King, and my friend. Thank you, everlasting Father, for receiving me. I declare that I'm now born again. I'm a child of God. In Jesus' precious name, amen. So if you just said a prayer with me, I want you to know that something new has started in your heart and in your life. God who began this good work, he will perfect it in the name of Jesus. Can I ask that you join us again and again on our online platform and keep worshiping with us and, you know, and getting uh, blessed by the words that will come out of this platform. And also check our website, elevationng.org, get some more information about happenings at the Elevation Church uh, you can also go to the chat room or whatever platform you're watching on TV. You see the WhatsApp number and the email. Send us an email. Let us know you just made a decision. If you're on any of our platform, go to the chat room right now and say, I just gave my life to Christ. I just gave my life to Christ. I just surrendered my life to Christ. Or I just rededicated my life to Christ. We'll send you a link with which we can get in touch with you. Send us some more information uh, that will help you to become a stronger believer. We have materials that we would love to share with you. You send us an email, WhatsApp us, or just go into the chat room right now on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram. We will be able to uh, send you some information that will bless you. Thank you for the decision you have made today. And we pray that God will continue to uphold you. You can also look for uh, life-giving churches around where you are, around your city, and start to fellowship with God. Uh, but if you want to continue online with us, please, uh, at all costs, join us online consistently. And God will bless you as you do so. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 Bef uh, and before you go, I know some people are itching to log up. I want you to like, uh, you know, uh, this, this, this broadcast. Like it right now. Share it with one or two friends. Uh, 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 and also you can also come back to watch this over and again. And go through those prayers again. And, uh, uh, and you will see the hand of God come upon your life. In Jesus' precious name. If it's your first time, I also want to welcome you very specially. Please go to the chat room, uh, send us a chat, uh, send us a WhatsApp chat. Uh, just let us know that it's your first time. Send us an email. Let us know it's your first time. We have a special gift that we love to give to you. We love people at the Elevation Church. So if you're on any of the live uh, social media platform, please get on the platform in the comment right now. Let us know that it's your first time and tell us where you're joining us from. Let us know it's your first time. Tell us where you're joining us from. We love to connect with you. Send some more information about our church and keep in touch with you. We hope you will join us again and again. We have a very strong online community, online, uh, online church at elevationng.org. You can join us there. Get to know a bit more about our online church and uh, 
your, your life will never remain the same again. So please drop us a line and let us know it's your first time. Now it's time to give to God. It's time to give to God. And I want you to package whatever you're giving today. The details of how we give is being displayed on the screen. If you're local to Nigeria, you can use any of the banks there. Uh, if you want to give using any of your international cards, you can uh, go to the website, elevationengine.org forward slash giving. You can use your Visa card, your MasterCard. And, or, you know, and, uh, it, it will, it's a secure platform uh, that, that will not cause you any harm. Uh, uh, at all. Uh, also, if you want to do a wire transfer, the details on the right-hand side is for GT Bank, wire transfer details in different currencies. You can also embrace that and use that to be a part of what God is doing at the Elevation Church. I want to encourage you to support the ministry of the Elevation Church. If you have been blessed by today's service, then that's the reason why you should tithe to the Elevation Church, why you should give to support ministry uh, at the Elevation Church. Uh, God is using our church to bless life from all around the world. And it's time to keep that going and going even on a stronger scale. And for that, we need your support in giving, in tithing, in supporting ministry. And whatever you give here at the Elevation Church is, is, is used uh, with, with, you know, with a great sense of accountability. And I pray that God who sits in secret will reward you openly in the precious name of Jesus. Let me just say a blessing over every giver today. Father, in the name of Jesus, we speak a blessing over everyone given to support ministry at the Elevation Church. Lord, this is not just a donation, it's our worship. So we ask that you accept it as our worship and pour out grace and favor over every giver. Uh, let the life of every giver not be the same again. And if there's anyone trusting you for a breakthrough so that they can give and support ministry, we ask, Lord, that you pour out your grace and your favor upon them as well. As they go into this new week, let it be a week of blessing, a week of favor for them. Order their steps into uh, the good places that they need to be so that their lives can appreciate and they can see your hand in great financial provision in, in the precious name of Jesus Christ. And all who believe say, believe in, amen. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Praise God. I hope uh, this has been a blessing to you. Just before we, we wrap it all up, I wanted to, to know that uh, we have a special event on, the, on Saturday, the 1st of May, that I want to prep you for. I want to urge you to attend the upcoming mission seminar that is themed Developing a Passion for Soul Winning. Soul Winning is the obligation of every believer in Christ Jesus. Jesus sent his disciples out two by two and commanded them to go and win souls and preach the gospel. And that's a seminar that we're putting up to, uh, you know, to, to capacitate you to be able to uh, live the life of a soul winner a lot more. Uh, so you can register on our website, elevationng.org forward slash mission seminar. It will hold on Saturday the 1st of May from, two, from 12 noon to 2 p.m. West African time. So please register and be a part of that. Also, we love to grow together at the Elevation Church. We don't like to do life alone. Bible says it puts solitaries in family. That's why we set up our connect group, our connect groups, our small group system. You can be a part of it online or physically. Please go to connectgroup.elevationng.org and you can be a part of our connect group. And lastly, uh, for everyone who has been joining us online, it's time for you to be a part of our online church. Online church.elevationng.org is a place to check 
uh, just, 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 just type it in your browser, check it out, register there, make sure you're part of the happenings on our online church. Uh, you'll be able to engage our ministers, you'll be able to get more materials from the church. You'll be, there's a lot more engagement that happens there. If you have prayer points, you can drop it there and then you'll see the hand of God upon your life. I thank you very much for, for, for joining service today uh, and for staying with me up till this time. I pray that the blessing of God and the grace of God will rest upon you as you go into this new week. You'll come back with testimonies of God's goodness and God's favor in the precious name of Jesus. Uh, uh, please stay tuned for one or two or more uh, closing and announcement. And uh, God bless you. Have a great week and God bless you. Trust you've had an amazing time in service and believe you've been blessed. Please subscribe to and follow us on our various social media channels and be among the first to get updates about our upcoming events. Parents and guardians are encouraged to give their children who are feeling unwell utmost care at home as they will not be allowed into the junior church facility. Join us for the Elevation Church's Global Soul Winning Day on Saturday the 24th of April. This will hold at all Lagos Expressions, Ireland, Mainland, Greater Lekki, Ikorodu, and Life Point between 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. Please remember to come with your face masks as we go into the world to win more souls for Christ. Similarly, we encourage you to learn the principles of evangelism and contribute your quota to advancing the kingdom of God by attending the upcoming mission seminar themed Developing a Passion for Soul Winning. It holds online on Saturday, the 1st of May, 2021 at 9 a.m. Do register via the link now displayed. Our online morning prayers continue this week from Monday to Saturday at 6 a.m. GMT plus one on Zoom and MixLR. God is answering prayers, filling us with testimonies and changing lives daily as we pray. Invite all your family and friends and don't forget to share your testimonies. Are you new to the Elevation Church or would you like to know more about us? Get to know us better. Attend the Tech Online Membership class on Saturday, 24th of April. It's a one-off class that runs from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Do register via this link now displayed. Log on to elevationng.org forward slash resources and check out inspiring messages from previous series, beautiful gift items for special occasions, tech-branded merchandise, and amazing books by great authors. There are also soul-lifting messages on breaking addiction, improving mental health, new believers, and many more, all available to download for free. Join any of our small groups today by visiting connectgroup.elevationng.org to make vital connections that will enrich your life and spur you on towards purpose fulfillment. That's not all. We also have an online community you can grow and thrive with. Simply visit onlinechurch.elevationng.org, subscribe, connect, get counsel, pray, and make friends. Please call any of the numbers now showing if you need counseling or simply send an email to counseling at elevationng.org. Our midweek event switch continues physically at the Pistis Conference Center and online this Wednesday across various social media platforms by 6.30 p.m. Be sure to join us and invite your family and friends. We are here if you need to reach us anytime during the week. 
do send a mail to info at elevationng.org or call us on 0700 Elevate. That's 0700 353 8283. To reach us on WhatsApp, simply message the number now displayed. Spend more time in God's presence this season and experience phenomenal growth. Have a great week ahead. God bless you. there. Are you looking for a place to connect, to nurture, and be nurtured? A platform you can share your interests, faith, and to learn from others? Somewhere you can network and increase in influence, get some pastoral care, and avenue to hone and deploy your gifts? Then we've got it. All you need is to join a connect group at the Elevation Church. Now here's how to sign up for one. Simply visit connectgroup.elevationng.org Click on the register button, impute your email address, name and phone number and submit. An activation page will open up. Type in the activation code you would have received by email and click continue. Set your preferred password and click continue. You'd get a successful registration message on the screen. You can now proceed to login. Once logged in, you see drop down boxes on the page. Select your preferred expression, interest, group, meeting day and meeting type from each box respectively. Click apply filter to see the groups relevant to your search. Select one that suits your interest or needs best and click join and that's it. There are groups for singles, couples, engaged couples, fashion, advocacy and governance, Bible study, travel, unique families, professional exam support groups, creative arts, investment, entertainment, gaming, fitness. I mean, the list is endless. This way, you can find your tribe and flourish with like minds whilst growing in your vocation and spiritual life. If you can't find your preferred group, simply email smallgroups at elevationng.org and we'll sort you out. Please note that you don't have to be a member of the Elevation Church to join a connect group. Connect group meetings will hold virtually either on WhatsApp, Telegram, Zoom, or Microsoft Teams. We all need great support systems to prop one another up, cheer ourselves up, do great things, and achieve all that God has called us to do. So sign up now and invite your friends, colleagues, and family members. We can't wait to have you on board. Let's build stronger communities together.